0: Welcome to the Exarban Mortgage Podcast, hosted by John Mortgage Major, powered by Verley. This is where we interview top mortgage, real estate professionals, industry insiders, operational managers, and thought leaders from around the nation, diving into hot current topics to help you experience your good life.
1: Well, welcome back to the Xarbin. people have been saying, Kharben. Exarben <laughs> for people outside of Omaha um this mortgage podcast is uh is special because of people like van deeb who's on today um Thank gosh we've known we've known each other for we go back we go back and we're actually you were just with a fam. little boy oh, man you
0: were just a little bitty boy
1: <laughs> well you started speaking inspiring people and challenging people in oh, wait when i graduated from college i mean i was just right. trying to I'm like, well, college doesn't last a lifetime. We (laughs) have to figure some shit (laughs) out. (laughs) Doesn't Um, mean you can't have some fun along the way, right? Right. Life is short. Yeah. So, yeah, you you have quite the story, Um, and you just have dominated the real estate space, which Mm -hmm. has allowed you to probably just be yourself and impact and influence a lot of people along the way. Yeah. How do you sum
0: it up? So I just I say I got lucky. You know, I, right out of college, I went into real estate in 1983, and I just I became addicted, John. And I I couldn't get enough of working. So I you know I wanted to go sell real estate the second the sun came up, and I didn't want to quit till the last person, you know, said no, we don't want to look at houses at midnight. <laughs> but I just became addicted, and I call I I call it a blessing. Um, but that was back when we, you know, when I first started, there were no cell phones. If I wanted to show somebody's listing, I went to the listing office to get the key, go show it, and then bring the key back to the listing office. A little different. So with all this technology today, I'm like a kid in a candy store Mm. because this is crazy fun. Can you imagine what I went through to have to do this?
1: Yeah, now it's like
0: that. Yeah. Yep. And But the whole key, I think, to real estate, being successful in any industry, and one of the reasons why I know you're successful, is building relationships. And when people trust you and they get the real you, they get the genuine, authentic you, they'll stay with you for life. And that's the whole goal. I I know with you, John, my clients that have gone through you to get a mortgage, they don't talk about what a great job you did getting a mortgage for them, which you do, but they talk about how much they like doing business with you. And isn't that what we're trying to get a, you know with our clients? Don't we want them? It's like Walt Disney. I love what Walt Disney said. He said, I want when people come to Disneyland, I want their experience to be so magical that they want to come back again and again and again. Is there any different in real estate and mortgage? No. Because we want these clients forever. Mm -hmm. We'll never give them a reason to leave us.
1: So true. I mean, it's emotion over promotion. And when you can can make people experience, I mean, it's just like when you say the name Van Deeb, Mm -hmm. you know, people think of positivity and never giving up and just inspiring so Mm -hmm. other people can live the life of their dreams like that. That's what it's
0: all about. Yeah, thank you for saying that. I'll tell you, you know, I grew up very humble. Where if I wanted something, I had to go shovel a driveway or mow a yard. Uh, I we didn't have any money growing up, and my family didn't. And I was the youngest of five, and so you I was, valued the dollar. Oh my gosh! And so um, I was spoiled with love. But we didn't, you know, if we wanted something, we had to go work for it. And if I wanted to buy something, I had to go find some odd job to do for one of the neighbors. Um, my first car was 75 bucks, and it was a POS. I mean, but it got me to where I was going. Um, so I like to preach to people. I don't care if you get in real estate at 70 years old or at 25. If you create a discipline... Daily discipline. And a work ethic, you're unstoppable. No one can stop you. No one can stop you. I don't care, and I used to say this back when I was number one in Dallas, Dallas, Texas. I don't care if you got better software. I don't care if you have a nicer car. I don't care if you have more connections. My work ethic and my discipline is going to blow you away.
1: Mm -hmm.
0: And I used to smile when I used to think that. You know, well, you're number one right now. Hang on to that because it ain't going to last. My work ethic and discipline is going to get there. And it always does because you're not counting on, oh, I hope it happens. Gee, I hope I become successful selling real estate. Well, you want to make sure it's going to happen? Work ethic and discipline. And you know who's going to be your biggest fan? Your client's. They're going to see that work ethic. They're going to see that you're returning the call at eight o'clock at night. They're going to see that you're going to get it done now and not wait five days. They're going to be your biggest fans. So my ultimate goal, which I know is the same with you in mortgages, you want your clients creating new clients for you. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, that was my advertising. I did billboards and TV, but that was for my ego. (laughs) I mean, my clients were getting me more clients. I did all that because I wanted to see my face in lights. I'm not afraid to (laughs) to admit that. Hey, look it. That's me.
1: (laughs) I love it. I really do. I love it. It reminded me to go back a little bit from a few of your comments I wanted to, to mention on it. We were at this uh, Radler Bike Festival over the weekend in Nebraska City Arbor mm. Farm. Love it down um, there. Arbor Day Farm. Yes. Oh my gosh, it's beautiful. First time I had been stepped foot on the, a lot and go of that. Go there property. on a
0: Sunday brunch. They have a great buffet.
1: Ooh, mm. ooh. We met this couple though, and they just mentioned, you know, if you love your kids when they're young, like they can feel the love. You hang out mm. with them. I mean, there's a respect level hopefully, and they listen to you a little bit. They're going to love you that much more as they get older too. Mm-hmm. But you think about too. I mean, just with, I think with technology and stuff. And I'm, I'm guilty of this. And I, it's something I'm really trying to be more intentional about. Is a lot of you can you can create a lot more surface relationships because you're able to get out to the masses. Mm-hmm. But when you're able to work with people one on one and they see the timeliness of caring and doing what's right. And then doing what's right over and over again, mm-hmm. no matter what the circumstances are, exactly. and whatever emotions are going on in there. It's like, we're going to figure this out. Mm-hmm. This is a problem, but there are solutions. Whether or not you believe it or see it at this moment, we will find a solution for you.
0: But that's your job. I mean, exactly. your job is a solution or else they yeah. don't need you. If you're not the solution, then why do they need you?
1: Right. We're not order takers. And right. if we were, yeah. then guess what? Our jobs are going to be obsolete very yeah. quickly because yeah. the Internet provides that type of world for mm-hmm. people that want it and if people think you know they're doctors and they they think they're a doctor of yep. mortgages because they've bought two homes mm-hmm. then I'm not their guy yeah and I'm sure you you've dealt with many <laughs> people over the years that you know tried to tell you the way you're going to do business mm-hmm. but do you listen to them well maybe to I respect what they have respect, to say yes but
0: they're getting me f- for they're getting me because of my business acumen, and my honesty. So I am not afraid to say, you know, John, um, that's a great perspective, but unfortunately, that's not what we're going to be doing. This is going to benefit you better. So I made a habit early on in my career, and this is for everybody in every career. When you speak to clients, two things. Remember this when you're speaking. Feature benefit. Speak about whatever the feature is that benefits them. And that can be in a casual conversation. Your clients will listen to you more if you include them in the conversation, make it about them and how it benefits them. Yep. You know, John, if you do things my way, I know Susie said that she could get you 50000 more than I can. But we use the same market data, so we're both using the same stuff, I mean the same information. If you go with her. She's going to end up telling you in two weeks, John, the market's not accepting our price very well. We better drop at 50,000. So the benefit for you, John, is to list it at the right price today instead of going 50,000 higher. So always be bringing up, how does it benefit you doing business with me? I love that.
1: I really do. Because at the end of the day, I mean, we, we need to fully understand yeah. what's most important to them right why are they even here mm-hmm. why are they here and people going back to that transactional mindset kind of lose sight of that and then they're they're just speaking about yeah you know what they bring but we all bring things to the table that are going to help make yeah. it work with them
0: well so exactly and it's a real good perspective but here's the way you got to look at doing business is your service to that client worthy of them referring you you got to ask yourself that. Am I doing a good enough job that they're going to refer me? I mean, that's how we live. I mean, the magic number is three. If you're doing your job correctly, after three years, you should start seeing the referrals pouring in. I mean, if you get them sooner, great. But they should really be abundant after three years or something's not right. Mm -hmm. And doing a self-audit. Exactly. I want, here's what I've always wanted. I wanted my name to come up in a real estate conversation when they weren't talking about real estate. I wanted my level of service to them to be so off the charts that they brought me up in a conversation when they weren't talking about real estate. That was my goal and it still is. So. Love it. Yeah, it's common sense. You don't have to have a Ph.D. to be successful in real estate, in finance, like you're in with mortgage. You have a you have to have a Ph.D. in common sense.
1: And it's not the art of selling; it's the heart. I like that of selling. Got that. that. Todd Duncan's a guy I've been following in mortgage and. Yep. You know, life and business, winning in life and business. Which you know, having the right mentality. I mean, God, you just mentioned like key little word, feature, and better. Like those are things that, especially when you're newer, you have to remember those key pieces in those conversations. Otherwise, you're kind of losing track of, yep. you know, what where's the conversation even going because you don't have that enough experience to even know. Yep. And experience is huge, and obviously you have a ton of it, and being able to give back to some of those younger agents, advisors.
0: I love to help young big. agents. I, I coach agents, and but I, I have a stipulation. I'm not going to coach an agent that wants to be average. Yeah. If you can't tell me you want to be a rock star, I can't help you. I only coach people that want to be rock stars. I had a I had a gal in Arizona uh, that was at one of my seminars, and she goes, I want you to coach me. And I said, great. I go, how long have you been in the business? She goes, a year. And I said, that's great. And so I called her. She had called me and I called her back. Well, I called her at one night. Now listen to this. This is the voicemail I got at 5.30. If this, hi, this is Cindy. If this is after five, I'll call you back Tuesday or I'll call you back tomorrow between the hours of nine and 11. Now this is a gal that told me committed, said I want to be a rock star. So anyway, I left her a message. And she called me back, and I said, hey, I said, I think there's a misunderstanding here. Now, I don't even know this person. I said, I think there's a misunderstanding. And she goes, why? And I said, "I said because when you told me you wanted me to coach you, you committed to being a rock star in real estate. And I said, I called you last night, and you said if this is after 5, you're not, you're not returning calls till from 9 to 10. I go, how important did you make me feel by saying that? that you can't call me back after five, this is real estate. It's, if you want to be good in real estate, you can only work eight to five, you can be good. But if you want to be a rock star and make a million dollars a year in commissions, you don't put on your voicemail, I don't talk to people after five. And that's what I told her. And I said, where'd you get this? My broker told me that we have to have a life too. I said, you should fire your broker. Your broker's giving you rotten advice. People that make a million dollars a year work after five. And anyway, long story short, she was one of my one of my best coaching clients, and she did go work for another. Broker. So she made the change. She made a change because you can't work for a leader criticism. that's not leading properly. Right. It's like these people that go have people coach them, but they've never been to the mountaintop. Mm-hmm. I've been to the mountaintop over and over and over again. If I give somebody advice, it's because I've experienced it myself. But there's so many people out there that went and got a six month coaching degree or certificate. I'm a coach. Well, what did you do? Um, I took a class. Okay, great. I gotta, ha- I gotta have people that have been there and done that, like Todd Duncan. You, you used his name. Todd Duncan is well known in the mortgage world as one of the best of the best of the best. So, you've got a great mentor.
1: Yeah. Yeah, and you got to be feeding. <laughs> you got to feed your mind with the right information from the right people, the right leaders, all day, every day. It's work-life harmony.
0: If you're serious about what you're if doing, you're, get the right people right. In, in, in your camp. Get people that have been there and done that. we picked a career that says, if you say jump, I say how, how high. And we don't get our hands dirty. If somebody calls me at 9 o'clock at night, and I know that answering their questions is going to help them sleep better— that makes me feel good. Yeah. You know, it's part of our career. We have no ceiling. We, we're we the ones that are in control of our ceiling. How much do we want to make? Now, like I said, I want to make sure that I don't, um, you know, uh, um, offend, <clears throat> offend anybody that doesn't want to work at night or work on weekends. You can still make a great living um, by not... You know, working those hours. But if you want to be really good and financial freedom, you got to make yourself available.
1: You do. You do. And you know, as you know, I mean, you, you find the right people on your team, and you're able to have proactive communication with them as far as job duties. With le- like leverage is something I didn't understand fully well until you know, I've, you know, within the last few years. And it's it, it's so cool when you can see other people that have done it. Right. And how they've implemented i mean you got to be able to to be nimble and to make changes and not think that you know it all because the moment you think you know it all is the day you're you're heading in the wrong direction
0: you exactly you want to go in every situation where you want to learn something new i want to tell you something like when i speak to keller william agents or whenever i speak to any agents i learn something from them i always do i don't care if a guy just got in the business. I can learn something from that person. You know why? Because I go, into that, I go into that opportunity with the idea, I want to leave here with something. I don't want to have them just gain from me. I want to learn something from them. And so you always do. And here's the thing. You may find a guy that sold a ton of real estate or a rock star in the mortgage business but it's okay for you to say, I don't like the way he does business. I don't like the way she does this. That's not me. It's okay. Just because yeah. it works for them doesn't mean you have to make it work for you. Completely agree. So
1: I feel like, we're, um, I feel like there's been a few people, on, it continues to come up, but anxiety has been a big issue with COVID. And Ugh. people's ability to have inner confidence, believing in themselves, it's almost like we're going through a crisis in a sense Mm -hmm. because people got away from seeing humans face to face and now they're getting more anxiety than ever in those moments. Can you speak to things that maybe you've implemented in your life that has allowed you to just have more and more confidence as the years went by? Was it more just from just controlling how hard you're working and not taking it personal and it's like, you know what? I don't give up. I know it's not gonna go picture perfect. But like, I know I can do it. I know I can do it. Like talking to yourself in the mirror, type of deal. Or
0: um, I talk to myself in the mirror all the time. I mean, I'm known for looking at them in the mirror every morning, saying things like, "Don't come home unless you've been productive. Make a difference in somebody's life today. Make it about other people." But there's a, the, you know, like you said, there's a lot of anxiety out there. So what I do, what helps me, is I like to work from my home office I rarely go into my office so I know when I need to be around people and I know when I need to have interaction and I think now more than ever we need interaction we need to be around positive people so you know everybody's different but we gotta dig deep because there's no one over your shoulder saying I'm gonna help you through this anxiety we can work this out ourselves We just need to find out what we're missing and gain that. And maybe it's meeting positive people for coffee a couple times a week or stopping by and visiting with people or getting on the phone. I tell you something that makes me feel really good is I love reading Proverbs in the Bible. Uh, Bible passages just set me on fire. In the morning? I just, yeah. Or whenever? um, The morning, the weekends, you know, sometimes at night. But Bible passages listening to motivational speakers, um, spiritual speaker, I get a lot out of listening. Like, I listen to Christian radio a lot. And I love listening to preachers, because if you think about it, everything that preachers are talking about are our everyday lives. Yeah. If you can incorporate stuff, like I love Joel Osteen. I don't know if you're familiar, but he's out mm-hmm. of Houston. has a church called Lakewood Church. Um, I love Joel Osteen so much, I flew down to meet him, and I went to one of his services and put a bunch of pictures of Joel and I on Facebook, um, but I surround myself around inspirational people because if you don't, you're fighting society, you're fighting all the negativity. One of the things is if, you're, if, you're, if anxiety is something that's happening to you, depression, sadness, don't watch the news. I mean, you gotta avoid anything that can set you off. I know during COVID, I've never been this depressed in my life than during COVID. And I'm a positive, motivational yeah. guy, and I'm bummed out. I'm sad. All this death just keeps hammering on. Nonstop you down. death. And then now, um, this last week, it seems like every local television station is about all these shootings. I can't do it anymore. Uh. I've got to turn on something. So, you know, I'm a I'm a big fan of goofy goofy movies cuz I'm a goofball myself. So, give me Talladega Nights, give me Anchor Man, give me Tommy <laughs> Boy, give me all that stuff. It's it's stupid humor. Oh, yeah. And I'm a happy man, but you know, it's not I mean, it's sounds silly, but when you take your mindset into something that's going to cheer you up and make you laugh, it's a game changer.
1: It's true. We were just talking about it coming in because I'm doing a three-day juice again. But yep. like it's just like anything. You put good things in your mind just like in your body no or the other reason. way around. It's going to manifest and make it worse or better.
0: We have, here's the cool thing. Here's the greatest thing ever that we don't realize. We have the ability to change our role. If we say to ourselves, tomorrow. I'm going to wake up a new person. Tomorrow, I'm going to quit eating so poorly. Because believe it or not, when you eat bad, you're going to feel bad. It's, and I'm not a nutritionist. I can't even spell the word. But if you eat bad, you feel bad. If you're around the wrong people, guess what you're going to be? The wrong person. You know, if you hang around five broke people, you're going to be the sixth. If you hang around five people that have bad attitudes, you're going to be number six. If you hang out with five people that have good attitudes and want to succeed in life, whatever that may be, you're going to be the same. So we have the ability. We don't have to go spend 200 bucks an hour for therapy. We have the ability to make these changes if we really want to. Yep. Uh- Could not agree more. And make it fun. Find ways to improve yourself. Make a list. And if you're lucky enough to have a great significant other uh, spouse like you do, or if somebody's got support with them, do it together. Make a list of how you want to change. Make a list of things that you want to make changes in your life and read it to that person or read it to yourself. I want to stop eating bad i want to stop associating with people that make me feel bad i want to work harder i want to look better you know we manifest these things and they happen Mm -hmm. i'm telling you if you visualize one of the things that i keep it top of mind every day and i want to tell you something it will take two minutes a day and i hope your audience does this Two minutes, that's all I ask. Set a timer. Just two minutes. Two minutes. And so, visualize. Close your eyes and visualize where you see, where you wanna be next week, next year, five years from now, and think about it, and think about all non-stop during those two minutes. And then you gotta say, okay, I know where I wanna be. I want my house paid off. I want a new car. I want enough to be able to take my family on vacation. I want to uh, change the people I'm hanging out with. Whatever you're visualizing, then you start creating a plan of attack. No one should do that for you. Matter of fact, I've got a course, a goal-setting course, John, that I don't just talk about how to make money, because success has nothing to do with money. Success is a mindset. It doesn't mean, I, I know successful people that make well into the seven figures, and they're not happy. And I know people that make well under six figures, and they're thrilled to death. So success is a mindset; it has nothing to do with money. But we have this ability. And if not now, then when? And if not you, then who? You don't want to be on your deathbed saying, "I could have, I should have, I would have." Do it now. Do make it. the changes now. What do you? What do we have to lose by becoming better?
1: Man, people are gonna talk about me getting better. <laughs> I know. <laughs>
0: Well, I tell you what, you know, this is a blessing. Life is a blessing. And we've got to make sure that we're doing what we're supposed to be doing while we're here on this earth in in this form. And if you're not happy, you're going to affect everybody around you. And you got to do what you got to do to be happy.
1: Yeah. And... And that's where you got, you got to talk it out with your significant other, somebody you trust, because when you hold it in and then you fail yourself, mm-hmm. you give up. Yep. But talk it out and be like, you know what? I've been struggling with this. Can you help me with this?
0: That alone is eliminating a lot of it just by talking about it. It's, it's kind of liberating. It is. I know when I've had issues and I've talked to somebody about it, uh, it's liberating. It feels like you've got a ton of stuff off your back, I'm, and and even if they don't give you solution, it feels good to talk about
1: it. Completely agree. I mean, this is. I mean, just like I'll. <laughs> I can't believe I'm, gonna bring this up, but like I still get shit about this from buddies back when. But we were at Subway, and I asked for. They're like, "Which bread do you want?" I'm like, "The Parmesan, Oregano." <laughs> <laughs> they're like, "You mean the Oregano." oregano. <laughs> Uh, Well, that was a dumb shit comment. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't it's heard like, of
0: oregano since high school. We couldn't afford weed, so we smoked that because it looked a lot like weed. <laughs> Did you get a little
1: tingly feeling?
0: No, but I I, th- I think I was seasoned really well. <laughs>
1: <laughs> so you got to have fun with it. You yeah. know, you got to not be too hard on yourself. That's right. And I think a lot of people are too hard on themselves, and they feel like because of the way things have been that it's over. That's it's the- not over unless you think it's over and
0: that's why i love reading proverbs if you read in the bible proverbs just one one book a day there's 31 um, affirmations um, passages in Proverbs. if you read one a day it's all about a lot of it's about self-help it's about worry and how worry does nothing for you and it's about being around the wrong people if you're going to it's all written in proverbs and that is very helpful for people also because i mean that's the that's the book of all books is the bible yeah you don't have to be religious to read the bible you don't have to be spiritual there's always something you, you can take from to, it you just want you just want to get better
1: yeah and it's just like you don't have to like read it doesn't you don't have to read tons of books like just take key little concepts and then apply it that's the biggest issue is people and i'm guilty of this myself it's like you overthink it you're sitting there on the chair and you're like think all the things that can possibly go wrong but none of them have because you haven't done anything and even if they did you you had an
0: experience i want to tell you something you just said something that is the number one. A critical area of people that I coach. And that is they overthink it. Mm. Just don't use your energy overthinking it. Just do it. And I'm, I'm in this phase of my life where I'm trying to preach to people that don't just talk about it. Do it. Don't tell me you love me. Show me. Don't say you want to be a real estate rock star. Do it. So I'm into don't tell me, show me. And if we have that attitude more, you know, watch what happens to our personal lives and our business lives. Quit talking about it and just do it. Just do it. Yeah. Just do it.
1: Man. You gotta you gotta slow down and really be present with those moments because you're so right.
0: Every second counts. Every second counts. It's like when I talk to people about goal setting. I say, What's your what's your um, Ultimate goal. Is it a transaction goal? You want to sell a hundred houses a year? You want to make two hundred fifty thousand What's your goal? So then we find out what that yearly goal is. same thing with you in the mortgage industry And then we break it down Well, you break it down quarterly monthly daily and hourly you break it down so when you break it down hourly you're saying hey, you know what I'm supposed to go to happy hour with Bob from six to eight Okay, now how is that gonna affect your hourly? Are you doing what you're supposed to be doing to reach your goal? I'm gonna go on a two-hour lunch today that I'll get no business from this person, but I'm gonna take two hours out of my day. If it, if you break, break it down, what you're supposed to be doing hourly makes a big difference.
1: Yeah. Todd Duncan talks about that all the time. Yeah. It's like, okay, you wanna make $200,000 a year? Well, hundred dollars an hour, forty hours a week yep. is going to get you there. Yep. So, what are you doing? What where's your money making activities? Yep. And if it's things that are like ten, fifteen, twenty dollars an hour jobs, yep. then you probably shouldn't be doing it because there's other places you can be that you're more valuable to you and to your people. Right. Which is, which at is at the same
0: safe. time, I'm a big fan of. Um, not being too big for your britches and doing things that don't produce a lot of income but you're helping other people like let's say like people used to say to me back when I was number one in real estate they used to say you know gosh van you're on fire why are you helping these people out that want to buy homes that are 60,000 this is back in the day and I'd say because they deserve a good agent too and maybe I'm not going to make a lot of commission off them but I'm going to I'm going to make maybe a new relationship. And how do we know that person that's buying a $100,000 house today may not call you in, in five years and want to buy a half-million-dollar home and a million-dollar home ten years later? You're building relationships. so no, I, I agree with I that. Believe I believe to eliminate anything that's not going to contribute to your ultimate goal. Now, once again, can you be successful and not have goals? Sure, but you'll be 10 times more successful if you are diligent and disciplined to make these goals so when you get to be a decent age in life you're not looking for your next buck you know you're not begging i know a lot of real estate agent agents in their 50s and 60s and 70s that you would think that they're loaded but they they're not because they if they don't sell a house they could go broke because of all the all the obligation financial obligations they have so I mean I really believe in building relationships to set up your future
1: yep because you're creating the clients for life that's and the goal exactly as long as people have as long as people um, want to be better yep. what you mentioned mm-hmm. they're intentional mm-hmm. then you know what they're they're worth mm-hmm. our time
0: yep and I know John, People love doing business with you. So obviously you're doing something really right.
1: Well, thank you, Van. And um, yeah, I mean, just getting in front of you every time is the best. So if you're not following Van along, um, he's somebody, as you, you can tell, obviously, from watching this today. Find them online. You're Vandeep. Yeah,
0: so go to vandeeb.com. I have a monthly, not daily like some of these guys, a monthly newsletter, a free newsletter that goes out, and it's all about what we're talking about. Inspiration, motivation, conditioning yourself for success. They can get that at Vandeep.com, or they can also find my podcast at Vandeep.com, or they can go to Apple or Spotify and find me there.
1: I love it. I love it. And if you feel this information could be a value to anybody in your world, please share it. Please share it because people need to be aware and grab on to to some of these concepts if they're not, because it uh, can really change your world.
0: Yeah. and Let's help people get better. I mean, you know, it's amazing. And This isn't why you do it, but the more people you help get to where they want to go, you're gonna get there ten times quicker. It just happens. Amen.
1: Yeah. Always a pleasure. God being. bless you, brother. Love I always you, you. brother. I'm a
0: big fan of yours. Uh, so thank us you. Us thank us. you for Until having me. Till next time. On. Absolutely. Yeah, I hope so.